1: Hey, what's going on, guys? This is another edition of Long Shots, the the after-the-cut edition of the 122nd United States Open Championship. I'm Femi Bebefe filling in for Brady Cannon alongside the familiar voice that you guys know, Wes Reynolds here as a part of the Long Shots crew. Wes, we have now made the cut here at Brookline over at the country club there. And our leader, it's two guys at the top of the leaderboard, Colin Morikawa, the reigning Open Championship, winner-champion golfer of the year last year at 5-under, tied with Joel Damon there who had to qualify to get mm-hmm. into the
2: field, Joel Damon, the uh, bucket hat wearing Joel mm-hmm. Damon, a uh, one-time winner on the PGA tour, uh, won one down in Puerto Rico last year. So uh, Colin Marikawa look uh, number seven in the world, but a lot of people, I don't think liked him coming into this us open, including yours truly, because he had been putting bad. And this is a guy that's a natural fade off the tee that is having to learn to play a draw. He's been messing with the swing, working with the swing coach. so. Despite the fact that that is happening, you saw even a couple miss hits on today's second round. Still the co favorite to go ahead and get this home. He will be in the final pairing with Joel Damon tomorrow afternoon on Saturday. But Colin Maracawa and Rory McElroy, really the co favorites here at plus 450. Rory, a very slow start, uh, made a, actually an incredible double bogey save yeah. on the third early in his round and got the momentum back, got the four under par. He is tied for third. So, Rory will be in the third to last grouping, so they are the co-favorites. John Rahm right behind, who I have pre-tournament. That's 15-1. our guy. Yes, yes, absolutely. And he is currently five to one. He is one shot back and. Femi, uh, you know, with all the names that we talked about yesterday in terms of a lot of no names on the leaderboard, Mm -hmm. no names in Rory, we still have some guys that maybe a lot of casual betters or casual fans aren't familiar with, but we also have happen to have the top three in the official world golf ranking. Scotty Scheffler, by the way, at 300 par, just two off the lead. He went out early in the morning and had a very nice round. So you have Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm and Rory McIlroy, one, two, three in the rankings. You also have three defending major champions in the mix. Three actual current major champions because Mm -hmm. John Rahm, of course, holds the U.S. Open trophy from last year at Torrey Pines. Colin Morikawa won the Clara Jug at Royal St. George last year. And then, of course, Scotty Scheffler won the Masters tournament earlier this year. The other current major uh, trophy winner is Justin Thomas. He is a little bit down the board, but he was also a little bit down the board at the PGA. You look at him, he's plus one. That's only six back. You usually don't see Mm -hmm. comebacks of that nature in the U.S. Open, but you usually don't see this condensed of a leaderboard either. So uh, Colin Marikawa, Joel Damon, that'll be your final pairing, five under par, the gentleman at four under, Hayden Buckley, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, and Aaron Wise was kind of a sleeper down the board this week. Gets in there at four under and Bo Hosler gets in there at four under. Bo Hosler late in his round. Yes. <laughs> looked like he hit it off the scoreboard and it went back into the fairway. It was the drivable par four on the back nine and gets it in with a couple birdies at the end, four under, and then a host of players at three under. Uh, Nick Hardy, a PGA tour rookie, Scotty Scheffler, Matthew Neesmith, Patrick Rogers, mm-hmm. Brian Harmon at three. A couple notables we'll get to that at least are within striking distance. Sam Burns, two under par, Matt Fitzpatrick, two under par. The guys that went out actually late early had the worst end of the draw yeah. because you saw what they did. The the watering of the greens in between sessions. I thought the afternoon guys before that I saw that were gonna struggle a little bit because I thought, okay, the conditions are gonna get tougher. The wind usually picks up in the afternoon. Afternoon guys actually had it very good. So the Thursday morning, Friday afternoon draw. Had a little bit of the better of it, and we saw draw bias at the PGA, and of course we saw it this time. That's why I wait usually to add guys on the futures market. A Couple other notables want to mention: Xander Schauffele, one under par; Will Zalatoris, nice finish. Didn't really get a lot going, but managed to get it in at 70, even par. So he is one under for the championship. Brooks Koepka, nice 67 a day, even par, as is Hideki Matsuyama, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, Patrick Reed, one over. So. Just looking, just looking at these odds, it's hard to really go against the favorites because yeah. it's usually you have to be in the top six or you know somewhere on that first page of the leaderboard. That's really what the trends have indicated uh, over the years. However, you usually don't get this condensed of a leaderboard and this many guys in contention. Not a lot of separation, and the cut ended up being uh, uh, three over. The four overs just miss. By the way. That is tied for the lowest cut in the history of the U.S. Open. So, you know, just going through a couple trends that might put this in the context. 23 players at or within four shots of the lead through two rounds at the U.S. Open. Last time there were more was 1996 when there were 26 players within uh, the two shots of the lead. We talked about the early late draw. It was a 1.6 shot difference for the guys that went out early on Thursday, late on Friday. They had almost a shot and over a shot and a half better really of the entire field. So uh, that, that has played out, and that's why you see this leaderboard really the way that it is. Uh, Colin Marikawa, look, uh, the third time he's opened a major with two rounds under par, both the times he's done that, he's won. 2020 PGA, yeah. 2021 U- British Open.
1: You know, it's interesting because I was watching the broadcast, and one of the analysts said that like the last uh, 21 of the last 23 U.S. Opens the winner was in at least two strokes of the lead there Mm -hmm. and the condensed leaderboard might open that up to other guys to be able to come from behind and come back and win this thing. But to me, I'm almost looking at least after two rounds, where can we put the line of demarcation and then kind of work from there to somewhat by process of elimination, Mm -hmm. find out who might ultimately
2: win this thing. Yeah, it it is a little bit hard because obviously you have some unfamiliar faces and uncharted waters here on this leaderboard. But That's what we always see in the US Open. We always see a couple guys kind of fade away, and then we always see a couple guys hang in and on the first page of the leaderboard on Sunday. So, who might those guys be? Is it going to be Bo Hosler? Is it going to be Hayden Buckley? Is it going to be Nick Hardy? Is it going to be MJ Duffy who at one point this morning was six under par and three clear of the field. He ends up leaking a little bit of oil on the back and uh, finishes at one under Callum Tarrant also yeah. one under. Well, how uh, about
1: David Lingmurth yes. also leaks some oil as well.
2: Yeah. Was, those guys actually all shot 72 Duffy, Tarrant and Lingmurph. So can you rebound and, and really get back in this? So I really wish I had a line of demarcation here to tell you to say, okay, this is where the cutoff point is, but, I think that there's a lot more live really here, and plus, being a U.S. Open, we know that it's going to play harder on the weekends. The USGA are, are going to put these pins in impossible places, especially for Sunday's final round. So, look, I've got a couple guys pre-tournament still right in the mix, and that's John Rahm, Matt Fitzpatrick, only three back, uh, so he's about twenty to one. Xander Shafley thirty to one, a little bit more than when I had on him pre-tournament at twenty two to one than Will's is thirty-three to one. So I've got four of the top ten really on the odds mm. board, not necessarily the leaderboard. So, you know, if I'm looking Femi to kind of uh go with somebody just a little bit down the board, Scotty Scheffler at plus seven fifty does lead the field for strokes gained approach, averaging a little bit over three strokes gained per round so far. So six strokes total. Scotty Scheffler at 750, I think, would be worth a look. Sam Burns at 18-1, to one, I think, certainly would be worth a look. And if I didn't have him already, maybe a shot on Will Zalatoris 33-1. Because this is a guy that's just kind of hung in there, and he's shown his toughness in majors. He's been right there. So this is a guy, if he can just get hot a little bit early, maybe if he gets like three under through seven or eight holes, all of a sudden you're seeing him tied for second or right there on the leaderboard. So that is where I would go. I know people want to go at the long shots, but it is really tough to go, you know, with these guys, 60, 80 to one. Maybe the cutoff for me would be Justin Thomas at like 50 to one. If I'm looking for a cutoff to go down the boards, I know we want to hit that, you know, 150 to one bomb, but that just yeah. doesn't happen at the U.S. Open. A
1: guy that I've asked you about earlier this week, and a lot of people have talked about him as well as Brooks Kepka. He's won two U.S. Open championships in the past, one at Aaron Hills, one at Shinnecock. Shot a 67 today. Mm-hmm. So Brooks showed a little bit of life. Now his his price didn't really adjust too much because he's sitting right now five back of the lead here. But we know he has the major pedigree. Now he hasn't been playing as good of golf there. He's not really in form. But what did you make of his second round today? Looking pretty good, especially on that back nine.
2: Yeah, he really hasn't done anything great. Just kind of played solid golf and shot a, a nice 67. Did gain in every facet of the game today, though. Gained a stroke putting, gained almost a stroke and a half around the green, gained two on approach, gained a little over a half a stroke off the tee. So if you look tee to green with uh, Brooks Kepka today, he actually had one of the better rounds out there. I think he was sixth overall in strokes, gained tee to green for round number two. So, you know, you never want that. That That's what I'm talking about with the cutoff, Femi. 50 to one if there is a cutoff. Brooks Koepke is also 50 to one Justin Thomas 50 to one Hayden Buckley won off the lead but obviously Hayden Buckley's never been in contention in a major yeah. championship so 150 to one is a lot different from another 50 to one so I you look it, it, it the US Open is just it's a lot harder to make a comeback than it is of like the Masters or the PGA or the Open Championship simply because these greens are are going to be so fast they're going to water them they're going to roll probably 12 and a half and 13 on the stint meter and you, you've watched a little bit of the coverage mm-hmm. you've seen how fast these greens are and how these guys they hit a shot and it's just a yard off and then all of a sudden it's rolling it's off rolling the green down. rolling to the fringe or getting in that thick stuff where they got a chip and get it up and down so you know, I'm looking forward to this. I think that we've got an exciting leaderboard, and you want the oh, cream yeah. to rise to the top, and it certainly has Morikawa, McIlroy, Rom, Scheffler, and then some of the young guns that you feel are going to win majors sooner, rather and later that haven't done it. Burns is lurking. Fitzpatrick is lurking. Shoffley is lurking. Wills Alatoris is lurking. Brooks Kapia and Justin Thomas may be close enough to where they could still make a run and at least put a scare in these guys. Or are we going to get somebody, you know, kind of really off the radar here? Are we going to get Joel Dom uh, have his major triumph or mm-hmm. Bo Hosler or Hayden Buckley? You know, you, you never, you never really know. And that's what makes it so special, but typically it's a class player. So I would not necessarily go with those guys like the Buckleys and, and the, uh, the, uh, maybe even wise, maybe I can make a case for but I wouldn't mm-hmm. go with the Buckleys or the Damons or the Bo Hoslers of the world go with the class players of the
1: guys who missed the cut here. I mean, you're talking about Sergio Garcia, Sung J M. I know a lot of people liked him heading into this week there. Corey Connors is always a popular guy. Shane Lowry, especially plays tough courses really well. Didn't really have it this week going four over for the championship. We shot a 72 on both of those days there. Cameron Young, who almost rallying. He he was rallying. That would have been, because
2: he had a hole in one on the back. Nine went three, (laughs) run one, three birdie Eagle birdie. And just fell one short. And then a couple other notables. Tony now was a disappointment. Yeah, was Five 100. over. He was in good form coming in. Cameron Smith, six over. He misses the cut. Louis what, Uste. What's,
1: what's up with Cameron Smith right now? Because I feel like he's just been, ever since the Masters, that I think it might have been Saturday. or I think it might have been actually the final round there where he mm-hmm. just kind of fell apart. And he just hasn't seemed like himself ever since then.
2: Well, one, he's not hitting very many fairways. And when you can't hit fairways at the U.S. Open, that's going to be tough. I don't care what a virtuoso you usually are around the greens. And Cameron Smith is kind of just pedestrian around the greens, largely because he put himself in jail off the tee. So, you know, he's got to get sharper with the driver. He's got to get more accurate. He's certainly a really good iron player and obviously one of the best in the world around the greens. But Cameron Smith, look, I I had a bet on him from earlier in the year at a better price than you would have got this week but i made the disclaimer i would not bet him necessarily this week mm-hmm. based on his current form and then you look at victor Havland, uh shoots a 42 on on his inward nine yeah. he at one point was two under par and was just a little bit off the lead on that first page of the leaderboard he goes seven over he misses the cut badly of course phil mickelson 11 over par despite the fact that he was better on friday with a 73 so he misses the cut badly so there were some notables that that did uh, miss the cut, and some that barely made it. Patrick Cantlay makes it mm-hmm. on the number at plus three. He continues to struggle in majors. We're waiting for him to really show. Jordan Spieth, Max Homa, Adam Scott—they get in at two over as does Bryson DeChambeau. So, you know, you look at that, and it's like they're way down the board, but yet they're only seven off the lead. Yeah. So, uh, I-, I think this is going to be interesting. I don't know if this is going to fit in a lot of the trends that we've seen the last year. That being said. Sometimes the trends are going to be your friends. Sometimes they're your acquaintances. And if you really look, you want to go with proven guys. I think it's like uh, 12 of the last 14 in the OWGR top thirty. Eight of the last 11 in the top 30. So you look at those guys in those rankings, you obviously go right at the top. Scheffler, Rahm, McElroy. Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, ninth in the world, Shafley, 12th in the world, Zala Torres, 14th in the world, Fitzpatrick, 18th in the world. Mm -hmm. So those are the guys I think you're going to look at. I think probably one of those guys is going to be the 2022 U.S. Open champion. Yeah, I think it's really setting
1: up for a fantastic Sunday there, like you outlined there. I mean, there's so many heavy hitters near the top of the leaderboard, so many guys in contention. But like you mentioned, it's not going to necessarily be like what we saw at Southern Hills with JT coming from seven behind on Sunday to go ahead and take the title there. This is going to be something that on moving day, we might Mm -hmm. be able to then put the line of demarcation there entering into the final round. But it, a lot of possibilities and a lot of potential for some excitement and drama
2: out there at the country. Yeah, park. looking forward to Saturday's round. And then, of course, Father's Day, the tradition at the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open. Uh, we don't get the basketball at the end of night, but I think we got enough excitement with the golf on Sunday yeah. that this is going to be a thrilling final round, much like we saw last year. Hopefully, the same guy uh, goes ahead and does what he did last year, and that being John birdie in 17 and 18 on Sunday to cash a ticket for me. Wouldn't mind that. He's probably my best shot to go ahead and get it back to back winner at the U S open
1: before we end this thing, who wins on Sunday?
2: I'm going to go with John Rahm. I I, think he, I I, I think he wins on Sunday and look, I can make a case for Rory. I can make a case for Colin Maragawa, but I just think, the guy that hits it long and hits it the straightest and he's the combination of both number one on the pga tour for total driving i think he keeps that up through the weekend already number one strokes gained off the tee through two rounds
1: and right now john rahm at plus 450 to win the us open one off the lead of morikawa and joel damon that does it for this edition of long shots after the cut west reynolds brady cannon matt humans the whole crew will be back next week to break down the travelers but until then we wish you all the best with all of your bets
0: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer
0: solitaire, huh? Oh,